Welcome to the SM Supermalls Masterclass Podcast. Listen and learn from SM leaders as they share their expertise on leadership and business. Start your learning journey by clicking a Masterclass episode that interests you. Who are really the millennials and why are they the most talked about generation? Let's find out. I am Junya Cisebio and I am leading the North Division team in my capacity as AVP for Mall Operations. Do you know who she is? Well, she is Sana Marine, and she is the youngest serving prime minister elected at only 34 years old back in December 2019. And yes, she is very much a millennial. Now, can you guess what the SM workforce population of millennials is? 40%? 50%? Well, my initial guess was within the range of maybe about 50 to 60%. But... Here it is. It's a whopping 84%. Wow, it is a huge percentage. And deep in my thoughts, I was saying to myself that the millennials are definitely here and ready to take over the Gen X, sort of. Well, that gave me a slight edge of confidence as well, realizing that I am included in the 84%. Oh yes, really? since I was born in the year that the very first SM Supermall opened, that is SM North EDSA. So yes, I am within the millennial bracket. Just in the lower part though. And I tell you that I am a proud millennial who learned and still learning every day the best attributes of our Gen X leaders who continue to guide us with values and foundation that brought SM where it is today. Let us do a quick rundown or breakdown of the seven attributes of millennials. These are in my personal views and in no particular order. Number one, the YOLO personality. We have heard and read many times over that millennials have the you only live once or YOLO personality. They are more than willing to pay for experiences, whether it be learning a new culture or always be in popular happenings, as they also have that FOMO mentality. Number two, they are well confident to speak up their mind and not afraid to explore and experiment new ways of doing things. Number three, they also value sense of purpose and they are more motivated when they are involved. Number four, while some may disagree, it is common in surveys that monetary reward is not their top priority list when working in an organization. In most cases, they value professional growth and development opportunities more. Number five, this we can agree about, that millennials are generally full of energy and passion. Number six, they are creative, yes, but can sometimes be impulsive in their behavior. Do you agree with that? Number seven, this we can all agree that the millennials mark the start of the tech-savvy generation. This goes with a lot of advantages in today's fast-paced world to stay ahead of the competition in a highly connected community. Now, let me share with you my top 10 tips to maximize millennials. Number one, management 3.0. What is management 3.0? For me, it is to jumpstart, to mobilize, and to empower. And for you to remember the three words I have for you, just think of J-M-E acronym. J is for jumpstart, 
M is for mobilize, and E is for empower. To jumpstart, we have to understand what motivates and energizes them so we can achieve greater individual and team commitment and cooperation. On top of the list of empowering our workforce is for us leaders to model and lead the way. There is no better way to inspire but to see us leaders walk the talk. In my personal capacity to mobilize and empower my team, I live by three rules and allow me to share them with you as well. Number one, always exercise good judgment. In each difficult situation or decision, just try to close your eyes and discern which solution is for the best interest of the company and the organization, and you will not go wrong. Number two, be productive. Being proactive will go a long way rather than being reactive. Always look for things to improve on a daily basis. Number three, be assertive. In dealing with everyone, you have to be firm but polite, determined yet flexible. To empower, meanwhile, is to provide them with tools and skills for them to be able to develop and achieve personal growth and professional growth. Number two, engage and share the purpose regularly. In various studies, millennials tend to be more committed if they have a clear sense of purpose of their task, meaning we always have to take time to make them understand and see the bigger picture of each important task. Personally, whenever I feel I am not at my best, I always think of the bigger picture that what I do every single day will ultimately affect all stakeholders, whether directly or indirectly, such as our tenants, employees, suppliers, among others. We have to keep in mind that part of our purpose and mission is to be a catalyst of economic development in our own community. So our everyday actions will have a chain effect in the entire system. Number three, recognize that it is a two-way learning and active listening is key. By acting as a mentor or coach to your team, it does not mean that all the learnings will be coming from us leaders. We have to keep an open mind that it is a two-way learning. Us millennials got tons of great and innovative ideas that is ours to unlock through active listening. And since they are not afraid to speak their minds, especially when they raise complaints, yeah, we know, we have to take it constructively and offer solutions as needed instead of brushing it off. And when they need our guidance, we have to be open and must take time to be present in the moment for them. Number four, harness the fire or the passion. Challenge them and give them flexibility and freedom. Their energy is infectious and their passion too. So we have to keep that fire burning. Again, we have to know their strengths, motivation, and interests so we can unlock their full potential. It is easier said than done, I know, but it takes honest desire to really see them grow and improve. In general, while they are full of zest and energy, they can also attain burnout stage. We have to look into our own mirror too and ask ourselves on how we could avoid such from happening. Perhaps we have to be better at planning and or delegating tasks ahead of time to avoid frequent cramming of the people, as just one example. In addition, 
we have to reassess ourselves if we are managing well important and urgent tasks instead of just managing our time. Challenge them to bring out the best in them as they usually thrive on special projects that they can have a feel of ownership. Take note that command and control management is already a thing of the past. Thus, they usually are more productive on a more flexible and work environment without the need of micromanaging. Number five, train them as decision makers to become leaders. Take note that being leaders and managers are two different things. Not all managers are leaders. And we have to train them early to always provide solutions and recommendations and be able to make decisions on ground so they would develop a sense of accountability. At times, it is good to push people out of their comfort zone so they can be challenged to handle various concerns and in turn, be more well-rounded. And when they make a mistake, focus on solving the issue or concern objectively as a team so they can stay engaged and motivated to move forward. Number six, sometimes all it takes is trust and confidence with proper guidance for someone to shine. Millennials work effectively when there is what we call high psychological safety in the workplace. This happens when people can freely speak up and voice out concerns without fear of being reprimanded or rejected. Sometimes all it takes is a regular reassurance of your trust and confidence and always showing the bigger picture to get them going the extra mile. Meanwhile, to create trust in the workplace, we have to continuously build the character and competence of our team. Number seven, be honest and show them that you care and be socially responsible. They can also complain a lot. We know that. But the best way is to keep their emotions in check, communicate positively, and give honest and concrete feedback regularly. The recent initiative of HR team on the digital version of coaching session is a step forward in compelling meaningful and insightful conversations to get feedback. In showing that we care, we have to be mindful of respecting each other and putting in efforts to promote work-life balance as much as possible. They also like to participate and be involved in activities that promote social programs so we can tap them to lead CSR programs and the like. Number eight, over-communicate, use technology. One of the pitfalls of leading a team is miscommunication. It is okay to over-communicate just to ensure everything is understood and clear. Especially nowadays with less face-to-face -face communications, we have to keep everyone connected and engaged at the same pace. We have to maximize the advantage of technology as we already have various communication tools at hand. On my end, in order to keep my team engaged and locked in for the week, I do schedule 30 to 40 minute huddle meetings every Mondays at 9.30 a.m. in a more casual setting where they can freely share quick updates, observations, best practices, and identify issues and concerns that need immediate attention for the week. Number nine, celebrate wins and give recognition and reward. Even small wins have to be celebrated, even in just 
simple ways to keep the team's momentum going and eventually achieve what we call a flywheel effect. Remember, a simple gesture of appreciation goes a long way. What is important is we create a winning mindset for the team. Let me emphasize that. What is important is we create a winning mindset for the team. Where it is due, we have to regularly practice giving a pat on the back for the serving individuals or team. An act of gratefulness is infectious too. Lastly, for number 10, teach them to work with focus, patience, malasakit, and with a happy heart. They can easily get distracted as focus may not be their best attribute, so it is important that us leaders should rally them to keep focus and be at their best. If millennials are less patient, less focused, less committed, then it is a great advantage for the Gen X managers to teach and show them these virtues at work to leverage their energy and passion. I will repeat, if millennials are less patient, less focused, less committed, then it is a great advantage for the Gen X managers to teach and show them these virtues at work to leverage their energy and passion. Lastly, there is no best way to keep ourselves effective and efficient, both professionally and personally, than to work with a happy heart. Yes, to work with a happy heart. Working with a happy heart means that we should bring positive energy every single day to inspire and be solution-oriented instead of complaining and bickering, to take control and be mindful of our actions and reactions as it affects the productivity and the people around us. To recap, here is a summary of my top 10 tips to maximize millennials. I embrace and I am proud working with millennials. As a millennial myself, I am always working and keeping in check my values such as optimism, confidence, competence, focus, and professionalism so I can stay motivated and engaged. Continuously building a culture of trust and respect in any organization will also go a long way in maximizing millennials. According to Stephen Covey in his book, Speed of Trust, trust will magnify or multiply productivity of any organization. And as I am currently reading the book of Jim Quick entitled Limitless, I do believe that the potential of millennials are limitless. And our role as leaders is to help them unlock their true potential. So what is the ultimate benefit of maximizing millennials for any organization? Well, they are slowly integrating and making waves into key leadership positions in all various fields. And as they learn the ropes from the wisdom and experience of Gen X leaders, each organization can optimize their potential for longer years, creating a more solid and sustainable leadership. Let me emphasize that again. As they learn the ropes from the wisdom and experience of Gen X leaders, each organization can optimize their potential for longer years, creating a more solid and sustainable leadership. Aside from that, have I told you that it is 
super exciting and fun to work with millennials too. I will end my presentation with some words to ponder on. The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn and learn and relearn. Thank you. This is SM Supermall's Masterclass Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Watch out for our new episodes every month.